Welcome, everyone, to the Broadsuit Binge. I'm Marissa. And I'm Molly. And we talk about shows that you may or may not have seen. And we pretend like you're going to be interested. And you are interested. <laughs> Hi, Molly. What's up, girl? Hey. Um, you know, not a lot, man. Just coming. You know, it's like an extreme Sunday scary day right now. Yeah. The day after, like, a holiday week is just always tough. You know, we sort of timed the timing wrong because in podcast years, it's now been Thanksgiving for three weeks on our podcast. (laughs) I know. Whoopsies. Um, But yes, it is totally major Sunday scaries. Even with like working from home, it's still like, oh man. Totally. And I just was not very productive Friday. Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) So I just, I just know the amount of work that is waiting for me tomorrow morning. Yeah. Wait, you had to work Friday? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was most a of a day, but, like, I still had to log in at 5 a.m. Wow. Well, I did not, and I um, was accidentally – I had, like, reverse procrastination happen. Interesting. I <clears throat> was, like, really sad because my passport was about expired, And so I was sad because I had to send in my passport with, like, all my cute stamps. And so I was, like, really sad. But I was, like, well, now's the time to do it because I have no travel plan. So better get it done. So sent it in, like, a week ago. And then Friday was busy doing a completely different task. And all of a sudden, like, zoomed in and had tunnel vision. And I was, like, it wasn't even due for a whole other year. It expires in 2021. Oh, no. Yeah, I, like, totally jumped the gun. I thought that it was 2021 all of a sudden. So, like, hopefully they accept it. But I gave up my cool passport with a million stamps in it a year too soon. Will they give it back to you? I have heard that they will. Really? I don't know. I mean, I just know I didn't want to go in person. And so in order to, like, get it done, you have to send it in. send it in. For some reason, because I've had this conversation... And I want to say that someone said it's possible to get it back, but I don't know how. So that isn't very helpful information. Well, that would be great. I'm sort of freaked out because currently it's not even in their tracking system. So let's just hope um, some porch pirate, like, didn't take my my passport application. If you're out there listening to this, please send it in. I really need that. There's a special place for people, like, in hell for people that steal, like, IDs, passports, <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. It's like such a. I'm like, take my cash. Please yeah, I think they're called identity cancel theft. like a card. Yeah, for sure. Also, those people know, like, you're gonna. Well, I guess it's like identity theft on some of it, but for your card or your phone, like, they know that you're gonna cancel it immediately. So, what even can you do? Totally. Oh. Yeah, so, you know, let's just hope that that it's in the right hands of the travel.state.gov people. Okay, I'm hopeful. I feel good about it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I won't tell you too much about this because I know you're squeamish, but I also just made a cocktail for myself. Um, Really fancy. It has Aperol and simple sage simple syrup I made and gin and a piece of burnt rosemary, but... As I was making garnish for myself, I peeled off a piece of my thumb. Oh. Yeah. Are you okay? Do you, like, need medical attention? (laughs) I don't think so. I'm, like, bleeding through a a Band-Aid right now. But I feel good. I honestly feel like it's sort of, like, um, giving me a weird amount of energy to record right now. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you got to feel pain to feel alive. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what the vow said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like so this you're is about to brand strategy. me. <laughs> Anyways, well, how are you recovering from the holiday? How are you doing? Um, I'm doing good. I spent a lot of time researching Black Friday sales and then not. I did. I, I, I like bought nothing I needed. And just random stuff. Like, what's an example of something you got? I spent a hundred dollars on <laughs> herbal tinctures and like pills. 
like I like again this is very out of character um I was influenced on Instagram and I bought a sleep tincture an anxiety spray I brought some pills to reset your adrenals from adrenal fatigue Mm. I don't even really know what adrenal fatigue is but apparently on my research you think you have it yeah, yeah I think I have it and then I also bought a thyroid like thing like pills there's a couple things I want to unpack here. Number one, have you ever used tinctures? No, no. This is a very new, this is sure, a completely sure. new like avenue from me. And well, I, you'll have to let me know how it goes because I have bought tinctures and I could never figure out how the fuck to use them. Like one time I was like, well, I guess I'll put it in cocktails as like a bitter. But then I was like, well, I feel like if I'm drinking it with gin, it sort of like undoes the good stuff about it. So if you figure out a way to use them, please share with the community. I will definitely let you know. Two of mine are pills. One is like a spray, apparently, that you're supposed to spray when you get anxious into your mouth. Oh, sure. (laughs) Sure. Weird. And then the sleep (laughs) one is actually a tincture. I also love that your avoidance of going to an actual actual doctor has escalated to this level yeah where you're like oh. buying tinctures there's, and sprays there's definitely something to unpack and it was only 20 percent <laughs> off it's not like this was 60 percent <laughs> off tinctures it's, it's not like, like someone was like hey do you want to try this free tincture? yeah no no and I hadn't even been following this woman on Instagram <laughs> I just like all of a sudden found her page and was like oh organic Olivia you are the answer to all of my issues yeah, we're going to have to bleep that out because she's not paying to be mentioned on yeah, this yeah, podcast. Yeah, she's not. So. To all 12 of you, we, we want to protect you guys. And unless someone pays us, you don't have to be subject to their influence. Yeah, that's true. And we don't even, for all I know, this these teachers <laughs> could send me down a spiral that I can't recover from. So... I don't want to influence you yet. <laughs> but you might become like, what if it's a multi-level tincture company and soon you're selling them? Oh, I, I did. So I had my coworker who was very into like holistic wellness and health and stuff. I had her go to this woman's Instagram and I was like, does this woman look legit? And she mm-hmm. said, based on the people that she follows that follow this lady, she looks pretty legit. Okay. I was going to ask, like, what the measuring stick for legit was for a tincture lady. But that's that checks out. Yeah. I mean, that's as legit as it can that's be. That's, like, as good. That's as much research as I was willing to do for $100 <laughs> of tincture impulse purchasing over Black Friday weekend. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I impulse purchased, I love that neither of us like did it as gifts because I impulse purchased a Black Friday sports bra for myself. Okay. And also, also some face products. Well, I guess yours aren't face products, but I, I did. I was, I guess I was thinking of me. No, that's right. (laughs) I'm actually kind of jealous. Where'd you get face products from? Um, I got them from Patchology. I really do like Patchology. They are also not paying us, so I feel like I shouldn't really say their name, but they really do have good masks, and their breakout kit and their acne dots are my favorite. Ooh, I actually gave my acne dots away, so I need to get more. Maybe I'll check yeah. them out. I recommend that you do. I did actually do a little. I bought my parents Christmas presents, but I can't say what I got them. But, yeah, because there are because they are faithful. Well, my mom listeners. was actually just listening. She's two episodes behind, so oh. she was freaking out. I was out. wondering because you know I was looking at our numbers and I felt like Megan hadn't watched yet. Yeah, so she hadn't. She's a little scared about last week's episode about the vow slash the do. She thinks it might be too scary for her, so she hasn't decided if she's gonna listen yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame her. <laughs> Uh, I will say, like, we, we said some not safe for mom stuff. That's true. We did. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what she has to say about it. Um, all right. Well, should we, should we jump right in? Yeah, I think let's jump. Okay. So this week we are, oh, first we are not a spoiler free zone. Please. If you have not watched this show, the right fuck out of here because I will never respect you. Yeah, this is worse (laughs) than, this would be more expensive than not watching Space Jam to Marissa. This is probably like 
This is basically her love language. This is my love language. This is, to me, what Friends was to you. Yes, I know. This show raised me. It gave me a lot of unfulfilled fantasies we'll talk about. Um, So if you don't know about it, I guess you can just go ahead and get right out of here. It is Saved by the Bell. And I did see that the OG is all streaming for free on Hulu. Not only that, it's streaming for free on Peacock, too, they launched. Oh, see, I don't have Peacock. Well, do you have NBC? No. Oh, sure. Well, if anyone does have NBC, then you have free Peacock, and every episode of the original is streaming, as well as the Saved by the Bell Hawaii movie and the Saved by the Bell College Years, which all of us know are booty, and the Saved by the Bell wedding. So guess what I was doing today? (laughs) I'm assuming watching. I did watch two episodes in preparation for this. I appreciate it. I can't wait to hear which ones. Um, But okay. So like you with friends, I can probably describe the plot and sound bites from every episode. I know intimate details about each. It raised me. It made me obsessed with high school. It made me boy crazy at an early age. I was like, I'm not kidding you. Like, I was legit positive I would date Zach Morris. Like, it wasn't even a question that I wouldn't. I was sure I would. He was my crush for, like, 20 years. And, in fact, here's a little, like, you've been giving us some Molly childhood stories that are embarrassing. Here's one for me. Yes. I remember, yes. I remember sitting at this, like, little yellow child-sized tea table that I had. I'm not kidding you. I was, like, six but I was so boy, high, boy crazy and high school crazy that I was, like, sitting there writing a breakup letter to Zach Morris, my boyfriend, and, like, saying, like, like, expressing my regret that we couldn't be together, but, like, we just couldn't, so please stop trying. Oh, my God. I also love how you, like, have the upper hand in this mystical, mystical breakup. <laughs> yeah, of course. You're obviously. just, like, you're so <laughs> I'm not trying to be played by Zach Morris. I love it. You, yeah. Yeah, I'm the player. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, like, obviously, I wouldn't say no. Like, if now, 27 years later, he was into it, I I would be into it as well, if you're listening. Mark Pogos. Really? Because he has not aged well, in my opinion. You're not even wrong. He has not aged well. And yet, it's like, I I just, I I think I could look at him when he's 87 on his deathbed and still see blonde preppy and, like, be into it. I think I just won't see him age. In my eyes, he'll always be 17. Okay, that's fair. But I will be honest about something else that didn't age well, the show. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It was from, it ran from 1989 to 1993, and I'll be honest, it was... Very sexist, pretty racist, definitely ableist, probably atheist, like all the ists. It was, it's not great. Yeah, it's a very classic, like, 90s sitcom that would never be able to get rebooted today. Like, in its form, it could never get made again today. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the reboot at the end because I really want to, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it's not great. And even though, because I was thinking about it, and, like, they had a relatively diverse cap, main cast. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Because yeah, I, AC and yeah. Lisa are both at least not, like, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, they're both of color. Mario Lopez is Hispanic, and Lisa Tur- Turtle, Lark Voorhees, is black. Um, So for having a pretty diverse main cast the jokes they made were like pretty not okay um especially against women yes it was definitely very misogynistic yeah not great but also did you know that it was originally um a show called good morning miss bliss and it was a disney channel show i did not know that until about an hour ago when i was on (laughs) wikipedia and learned that i would have never known though yeah, so it was originally – you can – actually, those episodes are streaming on Peacock as well. They're booty. They're trash. Don't even watch okay. them. But they were originally for the Disney Channel, and it was originally from Miss Bliss, their teacher's point of view. And 
Zach and Screech and Lisa were the only characters on it. Kelly, Slater, and Jesse were not. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and then NBC picked it up, pulled it onto there, cast the other main three, and lightened it up and made it from the kids' perspective. From Malibu, they're surfing, they're catching babes, they're wearing all the 90s fashion I wish I had today. Yeah. Um... So, so yeah, it's um, about six, well, high schoolers, six core high schoolers at Bayside High, which is in Malibu. They don't actually go to school that much. They mostly just hang out, um, especially at the Max, and, which is like a restaurant. That's pretty cool. It's like a burger joint next door. Um, okay, so the characters are Zach, who I would say is, even though it's an ensemble cast, he's really the main character. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, so he's, um, like this blonde, preppy, attractive guy who really, like, everything goes his way, either because he's privileged or because, and or because he schemes it that way. So he's always full of schemes and pranks to make things work out. Um, his major love interest, which in the beginning he competes for her, is Kelly Kapowski, who I, I mean, she's just like, also she's my pinnacle of like what a high school girl should who look you like. Wanted like to be. Yes. No, I. Yeah, I, I would die to be Kelly. Yeah. In fact, I have a bunch of crop tops and high waisted like shorts and skirts right now. And I'll be damned 30 years later, I'll be my Kelly Kapowski image. Kelly looks. I like it. I'm trying, man. When we were in high school, we weren't, like, no one wore crop tops. Like, that fashion was very out. And then I would say almost, like, really not until we were out of college did that type of style come back in. And then we felt a little old. Or at least yeah, I, I really feel like the last two years, I I said, fuck it. I will be 40 if I need to, to wear a, a crop top and a high-waisted jean skirt. Um, yeah, in high school, I was really, like, wearing hoodies and, like, like, Levi's jeans. Like, I was not looking cute. No, I thought I was, but I was not. In fact, I was wearing low-waisted jeans, and today I put on an old pair of jeans to try on. And they were low-waisted, and I was like, by God, I vow that this day is the last day I will ever let low-waisted pants grace my body. Like, I don't know why we ever thought they were comfortable or looked good. Like, no. it's not a flattering cut. No, it's not, a, it's not a flattering cut on any body type. Literally Except for, any like, body type. like, cracked out Paris Hilton 2002. Yeah, but even then, like, I don't think it looks great. Like, obviously, there's iconic photos of Paris wearing the ultra-low riders. I'm right. not saying she looks bad, but, like, they're not even the most flattering that they could be on her. That's true. And also, like, I know we all used to make fun of our – well, I did – made fun of my mom for wearing, like, high-waisted stuff. But, you know, it really just does the body good. It looks better. Yeah, it does. And it holds it all in. And sometimes you need exactly. a little extra support. Always. Um, the 80s and early 90s knew what they were talking about. Okay. Anyways, A.C. Slater, who's played by Mario Lopez, also competed for Kelly's Love early on. Um, he's like the jock. He's a hunk. He has a, an iconic mullet. Um, he is like frenemies with Zach. Um, they pull pranks on each other and stuff but they're also like really good friends his love interest becomes jesse spano played by elizabeth berkeley she's like smart and tall and a feminist so sometimes they neg her for that then you have lisa who's like played by lark Maurice. she's a rich bitch she loves to go to the mall and like get money from her parents but She's, like, a good friend, I'd say. And then you have Screech, who, oddly enough, is, like, the super nerdy guy that's best friends with Zach somehow. Yeah. And he's obsessed with Lisa. The Screech-Zach friendship does not make sense to me at all. You know, the only thing I can think of that sort of makes it make sense is that a lot of the scenarios Zach takes advantage 
advantage of Screech and he's like just so happy to get to hang out with him that he lets him. So that standpoint makes a little more sense to me. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of a manipulative friendship. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. And that's the thing. Like, I was obsessed obsessed with Zach. Now that I see things as an adult, I'm like, he, he kind of sucks. Like, he's not a good person. Yeah, but when you're a kid, you don't really know. And then that's why we go to therapy, because these are, like, the men that we idolized when we were youthful. That's exactly right. And I've dated my fair share of Zach Morris's, except for way less attractive, way less popular, and way less rich. Ugh. That's how it always happens. Yeah, I mean, look, we all have dated a, a Zach Morris wannabe. Yes. Yes, we definitely have. Um, okay, like I mentioned, the Hawaii movie was great. The it slapped back then. Um, but there was a period of time, their senior year of high school, where Tori was in it. Did you do you know about this? Wait, Tori? Who's Tori? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Sorry, I don't these... remember. Yeah, this ep- these episodes were not great. Suddenly, their senior year, in real life, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, who plays Kelly Kapowski, Kapowski and Lark, no, and Jesse, were like, okay, we're out. We're, like, over it. So they suddenly were not in a bunch of episodes. Enter Tori, played by, like, Leanna Creel or something. She was, like, a motorcycle chick that was supposed to be hard, but, like, then her and Zach sort of ended up hooking up. She sucks. Those episodes are not my favorite. Tori really dragged things down. And then suddenly for the final episode, which is graduation, Kelly and Jesse are back. Interesting. I do not remember Tori. Yeah, well, that's probably for the best. She really sours the mood. Well, well and well, I was watching the first episodes and like Slater, Jesse, and Kelly aren't even in the first two episodes. Yeah, you must have watched the Miss Bliss ones. Oh, well, it said it was Saved by the Bell. Yeah, they rebranded oh, it later on. interesting. Okay, so I did mm-hmm. accidentally watch the Miss Bliss one. Because I was, I was wondering did... why there was way more from her perspective, but I guess yes. I just didn't question it. I was just like, well, I haven't watched the show in a while. Yeah, okay, so that becoming... must be what happened. And Got Zach it. was like, Zach and Screech were like really young looking. Yeah, like uh-huh. I was okay. Okay, it's all it's all making much more sense. I yeah confused myself. Yeah, that's so what looks happened. like I prepared so well for this podcast that I watched the wrong TV show. Um... No, I mean <laughs> technically it's right, but I think even after this podcast, you should go back, do yourself a favor, do God a favor, and watch the later episodes. Yeah, no, I'm going to because I used to watch the show in high school like when my parents finally let me yep. have cable I would watch it every morning because it would be playing before I could go to school so I like used to drink my cup of hot tea in my <laughs> basement and watch a Saved by the Bell episode not speaking to anyone because I can't talk to people in the mornings without being yeah angry. amen amen sis so I probably um... didn't even really like absorb it all because I was in such a altered state you know well, I was going to ask you, what do you think the most iconic episodes are, if you so, remember? So, my, fa- the one, like, the literally the one that I remember the most has to be the caffeine pill episode yes. with Jesse. Of course. And I was, this was part of my gossip, but I guess I can share it now. I was just laughing because apparently they were originally going to do it, so she was taking speed, but then <laughs> yep. they thought that was, like, too dark. But yep. the average caffeine pill is actually the equivalent of a Starbucks grande drip coffee. <laughs> so I was laughing so hard because it's like, I mean, if you watch this, I was like, oh, my God, caffeine pills will, like, kill you. <laughs> like, it seems so scary. And now I'm like, oh, I'll have seven cups of coffee plus, like, I have caffeine pills. And it doesn't faze me at all. But that yes, exactly. traumatized me as a child. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get addicted to caffeine pills and die. Yes. Well, not only is that episode outstanding, it's iconic when she says, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Um, she ruins their chance at a girl group. Um, you know, it's a big deal. The fashion, they're wearing, 
like iconic early 90s leotards in this exercise music video. Zach is their manager. It's great. But also, yes, it makes caffeine pills look like horrific. Um, And I think that's the problem with like 90s dare programs. Like I definitely thought like marijuana and heroin were equivalent. Yeah. I found a dare essay that I actually gave a speech um, at an assembly. And in my speech, this is also like pretty classic of me, but I was like a third grader. And I wrote that if you ever tried drugs, you would work at McDonald's for the rest of your life. And the most important thing you would say all day is, do you want fries with that? Well, that's horrific. But I also feel like that was taken directly. I feel like you plagiarized that from a D.A.R.E. textbook. I mean, it was like my speech that I had to give about what I learned from D.A.R.E. So they probably did feed me that information. Yeah. I also found a workbook of mine from like second grade that was like, I will never try marijuana because it is very underlined deadly. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it was not a smart program. (laughs) And it's also like, it made it seem like people were going to be like offering me angel dust constantly. (laughs) Yes. That's what I recently told my mom that peer pressure was very different than I thought it was going to be. I legit thought peer pressure meant like someone would corner me in an alley and hold me down until I snorted cocaine. Yeah. And now, like, as an adult, I'm like, I would love if a random stranger came up to me (laughs) and, like, offered me some drugs. But I have to, like, go out on the limb and, like, try to find them. It's not as hard as Dare made it seem. Yeah. And it's also, like, peer pressure is actually just like hey come on do you want to try this is really good yeah like that's that's it it but it seemed much scarier it did it, and you there were like 50 you had to like role play 50 different ways to say no to drugs <laughs> well and like speaking a, of just saying no wasn't enough there there was a, a an episode about that right <laughs> yes there's an episode called there's no hope with the dope which is like, LOL, even my parents don't call it dope, um, where they, Kelly gets like, she's like hooking up with this music star, like he's like a rock star, and she's at a party with him, and like a joint gets passed around, and she's like, oh, and like Zach and Slater are like, let's go, Kelly, and they like write off this really famous dude. Um, and then they end up doing, like, a PSA with the president of NBC at the time was in the episode where they're filming a PSA. And they all keep flashing. It's, like, like sepia tone over their faces. And there's, they're, like, there's no hope with dope. Oh, so good. Well, what's interesting about it is that, I mean, I, I was going to say this later, but we've just talked about two really wholesome episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that apparently they were not allowed to cuss on set. Really? Yeah, the producers banned it. Like, it was actually, um, the producers and directors tried to make it a pretty wholesome experience. Meanwhile, all of the actors were, like, hooking up and dating each other. Yeah, I was, that was some of the gossip I was researching, which I was into. We can get to that in a second, but, okay, some more iconic episodes for me were, do you remember when they were, like, working over a summer at a country club? Yes, I loved those episodes. So good. Leah Remini is the guest star, famous from Scientology. Um, She is, like, Stacy Carosi. She's the daughter of the club owner, and he's, like, really mean, and she's really cute. Classic Zach hooks up with her. Yep. Okay, another episode that I used to act out alone in my bedroom a lot because it was when Zach Morris and I got back together. Oh. But only to break up because we would act out the masquerade episode, which is where Kelly and Zach are wearing um, masks at their school dance for the masquerade ball. And they go outside and they break up because she's interested in Jeff who works. He's the manager at the Max restaurant. So I just like always found that episode really heart-wrenching and I would I had a flair for drama so I was like never just like chilling with Zach it was always that we were like breaking up and getting back together yeah well I mean that's it keeps it spicy (laughs) um and then the prom episode is really sweet a couple years before the masquerade Kelly Zach asked Kelly to the prom 
She says yes, but apparently she's suddenly too poor to afford a prom dress. But so she doesn't want to tell him she's poor. So she just says she can't go. He figures it out and they end up, he gets her a corsage and they have like a prom picnic outside of the school gym. Adorable. So cute. Now we know how you want to be proposed to. Oh my God. Outside of a high school prom. Listening to music. From the school gym with two pilfered pieces of cake. I mean, just throwing out ideas. I mean, that's my dream. I should take my engagement photos, like, at Bayside, like, dressed as, you like, a Bayside should, tiger. Like, as, like, Kelly Kapowski <laughs> like, in like, some of her outfits. Yes. My husband will, like, look nothing like them. And he'll be dressed in, like, the classic, like, jeans and a button-down. But yeah, he'll be in, like, be 90s. In, like, full 90s. <laughs> and then Mark Paul Gosselaar or whatever his last name is will show up. Yes. Oh my and God. Well, the, the engagement would be over, unfortunately, <laughs> even just briefly. <laughs> he can be um, on your hall pass list. Yes, he is tops. Um, okay, so we just talked about. I obviously was obsessed with Kelly Kapowski. I would do anything to be her. Um, so. But this made me think of a next question for you, Molly, which is if you lived in Bayside, in the Bayside world, who would you want to be and who do you think you'd actually be? We had very similar questions to ask each other. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear yours. um, Okay. So who would I want to be and who would I actually be? So I think I, I think if I had to describe myself, I am probably a combination of Lisa and Jesse. Oh, I wouldn't have thought of that myself, but that's exactly right. Yeah. You're so right. I'm definitely like Jesse, like obviously like type A nerd. Like that was my thing in high school for sure. But then I also can be kind of dramatic like Lisa can Mm -hmm. or just over the top. I don't know. I think it's a hybrid. And honestly, like, I probably, as much as I would, like, want to be a Kelly, I just don't think that that is just ever, like, I'm just, I'm just not a Kelly. So, at the end of the day, I think if I had to pick one to be, I'd probably actually pick Jessie, which is kind of weird, but. No, I don't think it's weird. I think she's a good choice. Yeah, I think, I think that's my answer. That's a good one. So my question to you, which is, I guess, kind of a spin on this question, is who do you think would have been, like, your best friend in the Bayside High School if you were in Bayside? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think that Kelly and I could have been friends because I think we would have been too competitive with each other. Okay. Back then, um... I guess probably Jesse, honestly, because we probably would have been in the same nerd classes. We both would have been competing for valedictorian. Like, I think we probably would have been protesting the oil spill together. Um, I think I'm probably both Jesse and friends with Jesse. Yeah. Okay. Even though I'd love to be a Kelly. I think you have Kelly tendon. Like, I think if we're giving you Thanks. a hybrid, you would be Kelly Jesse hybrid. Thank you. That really, like, makes my day. Let's take a quick break, and I'm going to go change into my Kelly Kapowski outfit. (laughs) We need pictures. (laughs) Okay, we're back, and it's time for fan favorite segment, Fuck, Mary Kill. (laughs) Um, Who would you pick? Okay, I, like, keep going back. Honestly, I don't even know who I'm going to say because I feel like this one is actually kind of hard. I it don't know hard. if you felt this way. I Well, I, you probably didn't because you have such, like, a passion for Zach. <laughs> but I don't have that. So I think I would definitely fuck AC Slater. Yeah, I think that's a great choice. I think... Uh, I might... I'm going to say something really controversial. I might kill Zach. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I find that highly upsetting because you've just killed my husband. I know, but I know. Um, just... No, but it's not a bad choice. He does suck. Unless like he's not good. He's yeah, like a douchebag. Yeah, there's no reason they all should have stayed friends with him. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, and for marrying, like, I'm gonna have to marry one of the girls. 
So potentially... You're not, you're not marrying Screech. No, I'm not going to marry Screech. I'm sorry. No shade, no hate to Screech. But I don't think he's marriage material. Honestly, I might marry Jessie because I'm just the most like her. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's my hot take on Fuck, Marry, Kill. I would like to hear yours now. Okay, this may surprise you, actually, because I would actually fuck Zach Morris because it really? would fulfill, yeah, it would fulfill, oh, like, a lifetime fantasy for me. Um, it doesn't matter even how it is. Like, it just, yeah. would, it would be enough. That's okay. That's how I, I feel would... about Chuck Bass, I think. Yes, exactly. Both have the the possibility of actually being very bad in bed, but yeah. it still is worth it. Yeah. Um, I would marry AC. I'd oh, marry AC Slater. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a decent choice. Like, I think. Thank you. Of I the do guys, too. He's the most marryable for sure. I do too. And I would probably kill. Um. Okay. If we're going inside the core six, I would probably kill Lisa. If we're going outside, I'd kill Mr. Belding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He actually is kind of hot, like hotter than I remembered. <laughs> Wait, but, Dennis Haskins is hot? This but, is how you know we're old. Yeah, I was very confused. But I guess since I realized I was re-watching <laughs> the wrong show, is the actor different? Because I remembered him no. looking different. It's the same? Yeah, it's the same. Okay, I, I like, was watching it, and I was like, I don't remember him being a zaddy, but he kind of is. I'll have to re-watch with my new grown-up eyes and see if that's true. Anyway, I mean, you know, I was surprised. I, uh, I normally have a daddy issues thing where I go for the old guy, but I'm still, like, I, I'll have to rewatch. Well, I with know, and that's, I, I had no recollection of him being good-looking, and then mm-hmm. upon watching it today, I was like, wait. He's actually, like, not too shabby. Yeah. You know, I think that it's interesting because I didn't quite age up that much. But rewatching it, I was like, okay, Zach does kind of suck. I think I am a Slater girl now, even though I've heard Mario Lopez is an asshole. Yeah. Apparently, there were allegations that he, like, sexually assaulted someone during, like, the filming, I guess. Of the original? Yeah. Whoa, no way. I never heard that. That's, again, this was, like, my celebrity gossip researched, but wow. that, that, like, popped up. And it was saying something like NBC paid $50,000 for, like, the claim to go away. Well, I mean, we do know up. that Yeah, I mean, NBC is pro at that. Yeah, so. we, that part checked out. But anyway, I have not does. heard that before, so I was, I mean, that's yeah. obviously not ideal to hear. No, I'm shocked by that. Um, and who knows? That was not from, like, a reputable source. That was from a BuzzFeed article, so. Well, I, you know, I'm, I am a millennial, so BuzzFeed may as well be CNN. Yeah, so, hey. <laughs> um, did you happen to take a quiz of which Bayside High character you are? I did, and we just did a little switcheroo, Molly. Um because do you remember when I accidentally killed you during Emily in Paris? Yes. You accidentally <gasps> just killed me. I killed yeah. you? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I got Zach Morris, and this is what it says. Okay. You're a charmer. Maybe you got your heart broken once or twice, but you'll find the person for you. Some people may call you preppy, but you just can't help it. You're good looking, but the one downfall to your personality is that you're constantly scheming. So, you want to know what's funny? Yes, please. Guess You're who? Zach also? No. You oh. killed me. I got Mr. Belden. <laughs> Which I was like, what the heck? Wait, this is a surprise yeah. twist. Believe me, I was very shocked <laughs> slash depressed that this was the outcome. I only wrote down <laughs> one sentence of the results. But it was that you're a balance of weird, normal, stern, and goofy. It's weird to be a balance of weird and normal. Yeah, I'm not sure <laughs> a, the reputation of said quiz, but apparently we killed each other this week. That is shocking. And also, I just have to say, like, I would never have guessed they even input Mr. Belding as an option. Same. Like, what? <laughs> like, 
yeah again i need to recheck the caliber of the quiz that i took because i was fairly <laughs> upset about that answer but at that I point i like... couldn't just take a new quiz because i didn't like my answer that's like against the quiz yeah no you can't conduct so yeah it is you'd be letting everyone down yeah. um I have a feeling you're part of, like, 2% of the population that got Mr. Guarantee. Building. Yeah. I, like, picked the one out of 1 million <laughs> scenarios that would get you Mr. Belding as an output. <laughs> I almost took a BuzzFeed quiz that said, put your sandwich ingredients together and we'll tell you which Saved by the Bell character you are. But I was like, this one doesn't seem very accurate. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that one pop up but I kind of am in I'm curious now well I started building my sandwich and I made it to wheat bread and pickles when I was like I'm gonna get screech and this is not fair yeah and you don't want to yeah you don't want to get screeched for you this show is too important to get a bad character like for me I'm okay getting (laughs) Mr. Bowling like it doesn't feel great But it doesn't, like, crush my spirit. Whereas I think if you got screeched, you would have maybe gone into a a minor depression. Yeah, I might have had to postpone recording. Like, I'll record through a bloody finger, but I can't record through getting screeched as a result. Yeah, because, I mean, you basically went to Bayside. I'll be honest. I did, actually. Um, I, I have danced once or twice to Kelly and Zach's song while making out with Zach what's interesting is in my version my pillow was Zach but like I've done it and he was there honestly I should get you a Zach Morris like body pillow for Christmas oh my god actually (laughs) I am not sure I would ever like any gift better like that's that would be incredible especially because you may not know this Molly but Zach had a like life-size cutout of Kelly in his closet which is very creepy but um you know wasn't that creepy back then yeah and he's like dreaming in a dream sequence that he's like holding Kelly and then it like turns into Screech's face oh so, I actually do remember that one yeah it's the episode where they have to raise a, a baby a pretend baby in like home ec. yeah it was like the weird parent episode right Exactly. And Screech, Kelly and Zach get paired together so they're happy, but Screech is their baby. Yeah. Oh. Good time. Yeah. Wow. What I would do, honestly, I mean, honestly, what I would do to a Zach Morris body pillow. Yeah. We, that's not <laughs> suitable for the airway. <laughs> not safe for work. Um, anyway, I have one more question for you. Okay. Um, you may not know it as intimately as I do to be able to answer, but what would be your favorite celebrity cameo? Ooh. I'm probably not going to know this as well as you. Honestly, the only one I can remember is the Leah Remini one yeah. from the Country Club episodes because I actually really loved those. Well, that's fair. Those are great episodes. And Leah Remini was great in those. Like, yeah. she she really, I loved her. Stacey Carosi slapped. She was great. Um, do you have a favorite besides her? Okay, well, Tori Spelling was good as Violet. She was, like, a nerd. She dated Screech. And I'm also pretty sure that her dad was a producer on the show. So it sort mm, of, like, made sense. That does make sense. Um, also, remember Mick... Steamy, I believe, was his name on Grey's Anatomy, Eric Dane. Yeah, I know who that is. Okay, so he actually, this may surprise you, he was um, had a cameo as a volleyball player at the Country Club episodes. Oh, wow. I would yeah. have never known that. I wouldn't be there, actually. I did look that one up. That's um, very interesting. Yeah, so there were some good ones. I mean, not as many as Friends, but there were quite a few. Some people cut their teeth on Saved by the Bell. Yeah, well, and it's just also wild to me that there were only four seasons. It seemed like such, I know. for how iconic of a show it is, it just, that was incredible. I could would have sworn there was like 10 seasons. You know, like, I don't know. I just remember there being so, it was on all the time. So I just no, I totally agree with that. You. There were so many more seasons, but there really weren't. No, the only thing is, it was more of a classic TV run, though. So there were like twenty-two to twenty-four yes. episodes a season. Yep, 
you are right. So there were still, we ended up with like about a hundred, like a hundred-ish episodes, right? Yeah, there were a lot, but I agree with you. I was surprised. It definitely seemed to run longer in my memory. Again, maybe because I've been married to Zach for 22 years. Yeah. So, I mean, that checks out. My other question for you was, can you sing us the iconic theme song? Oh, my God. Well, you know... I'm sure everyone would love to hear my voice. Um, or do you? Let me try. Do you know? Let me try. Yeah, okay. When I wake up in the morning and my lung gets out of mowing, I never think I'm going to make it on time. By the time I get my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus drive by. It's all right. Because I'm by the, the bell. Okay, I great. guess I did remember it. <laughs> I couldn't you. remember I mean, the beginning words. I just remembered the it's all right because I'm saved by the bell. It's sort of like a well, your voice is much better. You should have. I mean, sorry, listeners. I wish Molly had been the one to remember it because her voice is much better. But it's sort of like a Pringles moment. Like once you pop, once you get going on the song, you just you can like keep it comes going. back to you. No, that's so yeah. right. I wouldn't have remembered the other lyrics. I only remembered the key part. So I was got I got scared that you were gonna ask me it. So then I tried to learn it before this and I was Oh like, my okay, god. You don't need to prepare that hard, Molly. You'll just you'll just have to go for it if she asks you. Next time we're allowed to gather in person, we'll do like a beautiful duet of the song. We'll that like means, slow it down. I think, we'll do would, I think our listeners would love that. You can serenade me in your little Kelly Kapowski outfit. I will cross oh my dress God. as Zach Morris. Oh, my God. I'm going to need to – I'm going to get some voice lessons and surprise you. Okay. <laughs> Nothing would Actually, make me happier. That does remind me of one more iconic episode, which is when they – it really turns out to just be Zach's dream, but when they have their um, rock band and sing Friends Forever together. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? No, I do remember that one. And Casey Kasem is, like, narrating. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, okay, well, I before I give you some surprising facts, I just feel like I can't proceed without saying a couple words about the reboot, if you don't mind. Of course. Okay, so as you may know, listeners, they rebooted this show in 2020, just like every other show, because there is no new content out there. Molly and I talk about it all the time. Yes. Um, but unlike uh, Fuller House or some of the other reboots you've seen, Roseanne, the Save by the Bell reboot is a banger. It is, I'm not kidding you, Molly. I really, I finished it today. I think it's my favorite new show I've watched in 2020. Really? Okay, so it is like, okay, it's one part nostalgic. So for those of us who grew up watching Saved by the Bell, you'll you'll notice some throwbacks. It's one part like really self-aware and makes a ton of fun of itself from the, from the 90s. Like, for example, Jessie's on it. And she pulls out a 30-year chip for being caffeine-free. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Or, like, they um, – A.C. Slater is the football coach. And the students are like, hey, we actually heard you have some good moves. And he's like, no, not really. And they're like, come on, show us. And everyone else is doing, like, a 2020 type of dance at the, the school dance. And he pulls out his, like, 1989 dance with Jesse. Oh yeah, and it's and they're like, wait, you had those clothes, and he's like, I just keep them around in my car just in case. Or like Zach and Kelly make a couple appearances, and they end up dressing in their old friends' forever clothes, and everyone's like, wait, I don't remember this. And Zach is like, oh yeah, I forgot this was just in my own dream. Like it makes great fun of itself, but then the current day part is like also a banger like it has it is very self-aware it like tackles privilege and racism there's a trans character and they do like a weirdly beautiful job of making it part of the story but not like the driving part for this character um it i'm not kidding you i can't recommend it enough to people it is so good 
Okay, I'm going to have to figure out if I have the capabilities to stream this or if I have to. You can, once again, you can use my Peacock okay. login. Okay. Um, I, I might have give to, it over or the I can probably do a free week. I, I, that might be what I need to well, do. Well, let me tell you this. It's 10 30-minute episodes. So I watched it. I tried to savor it, and it still took me two days. Yeah, I definitely think I could do it in a week. I believe so. in you. Yeah, it's been on the list. I'm very excited to watch that. So part of my celebrity gossip was, yep. it'd be interesting to hear yep. your take on this. Did you see all of the hoopla about the joke about the kidney transplant? Did you hear I about did, that? I did, and I, yes, and I thought you were going to bring it up, and I prepared a, a little soliloquy about it. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, because I didn't watch the reboot, I didn't, like, fully get what the joke was, but basically, like, Selena Gomez and the woman who gave her kidney to her were, like, very upset about said joke, and it was a whole ordeal. Yeah, I think that... Their up, their being upset is really uncalled for. Actually, I mean, look, I haven't had a kidney transplant, so I don't know how sensitive I'd be about it. But honestly, it was not that bad. Like, it happens in an episode. The kids all have their phones taken away in school, and they're like showing how hard it is for kids to not have their phones these days. And it flashes to two girls arguing, and she's like, "No, I swear it was Justin Bieber's mom." And the other girl's like, no, I promise you it was Demi Lovato's kidney. God, if I only had my phone, I could show you who gave um, Selena Gomez her kidney. That's it. Oh. That's, like, really anticlimactic. Yeah, that's the whole joke. That's the whole thing. It's just, like, it really was just trying to show commentary on, like, how easily Googleable everything is and how paralyzed you feel when you can't remember something but don't have your phone. Okay, yeah, I don't know how that, but that was, like, the whole, like, because I was trying to do some research on the reboot, and that kept coming up, and I was like, I guess this must be juicy, I'll have to ask no, Marissa, it, okay, that's, I mean, I guess not disappointing, but just, like, it's not juicy. doesn't it seem that been, offensive. It could have been any piece of celebrity gossip you could have slipped in there instead, like, it, it was a non-moment. But I have heard rumors that the reason, real reason that she got a kidney transplant is actually because of, like, severe drug abuse and not actually. Really? Uh, like, this, the gossip sites I follow, apparently there's, like, this whole website called Exposing Selena <laughs> Gomez. And it's, like, oh, oh it could be really fucked up if it's not true. But if it is true, it's very fascinating. And it's, like, this whole I sort thing of... about, I Yeah. I feel like she should set her sights on that instead of Saved by the Bell. Like, yeah. that sounds way more no, damaging. It's like, no, apparently it's like a thing. And I, like, have never gone on that website. I've just gone on my celebrity website. That, That's like, respectful of you. Screenshots and stuff from it. But anyway, um, that was one of my gossip points. My other one was that, yeah, apparently Tiffany um, was hooking up with Mario Lopez and mark paul gosselier during filming yeah and actually here's a surprising fact that sort of crosses over into your territory mark paul gosselier and lark Woolries, who played lisa turtle dated for three years during the run of the show oh wow they were the ones like they all sort of hooked up with each other they've all admitted but lisa turtle and zach morris actually dated for like three full years wow yeah it's, like, the least – I feel like it's the least likely. Yeah, I would not actually, have expected that. No, they don't have a ton of scenes together, just the two of them. So – but they did. They dated a lot. Wow. Um, also, did you know that Elizabeth Berkley, Jesse, originally auditioned for the role of Kelly Kapowski – um, but they didn't want her for that, but they liked her so much they wrote the role of Jesse for her. Interesting. I did see that she was – like audition for Kelly, but I didn't realize that they yeah. then wrote her a role. They did. And also this one breaks my delicate heart, but Mark Paul Gosler was not a real blonde. He had to dye his hair every two weeks. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um and also this one's interesting. The show's set, so Bayside High is they never tore it down. It's been used in, like, many Disney Channel shows to be the high school set, like in That's So Raven and in iCarly. 
Okay, so we can still, like, get you your fantasy come true. Oh, my God. Wait, what if I, like, had my wedding in the Bayside set? I mean, I would support it. I fully support it. Like, way more than a church. Like, that is way more holy (laughs) to you. It really is. It. I have prayed way more to the gods of Bayside. You have. So, you know what? I think we got to make your dreams come true. Uh, If anyone has a hookup, please, please contact me immediately at marissa.savebythefanoggirl93 yeah, well, at gmail.com. When this podcast blows up, we're going <laughs> to get you your hookup. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, this is the only reason I want this to be. Yeah. Like, NBC whatever. and Peacock are going to be fame, begging us. Fuck the money. But I would – can you imagine if I had a cameo on the reboot and I came on as, like, the mistress? Like, I'm the one who broke Kelly and Zach up. <laughs> that would literally be your <laughs> life complete. Like, I think you could just die right then. I could. I totally could. I- <laughs> and – but it turns out he ends up leaving me because I've been addicted to caffeine pills. Yeah. <laughs> and he can't support my addiction yeah, any longer yeah <laughs> or you tried the um, dope and yes. then your life just went there's no hope there's no hope there's with no dope. Hope and they with told dope. me that in 1993 exactly. and i didn't listen yeah um so. okay one more bit of of surprising facts slash gossip so dustin diamond who played screech by the way, he was three years younger than everybody else. So when they all started filming, he was 12. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And supposedly the the show didn't realize that. Um, How would so they, when they all like, know his age? Yeah, I feel like that's BS. Like, I feel like they definitely would have done some sort of check on that. Um, But so... So I guess there's been a lot of mixed information around this, but... It sounds to me like the rest of the cast and crew were really close and they sort of left him out, maybe even just because he was younger than them. And when you're 15 to 12, it feels like eons um, different. And so he tried to sell his book, which was like an expose on how mean they all were to him a couple different times. It finally got picked up and was pretty brutal to everybody, like said what a bully everybody was. He also appeared on Celebrity Rehab one time with Dr. Drew and, like, bashed everybody. But then he came out a couple years later and said that the book was published without his permission and that none of it was true. So I don't know what the truth is, but it is worth noting that, like, on any of the spoof things, like, even when the crew shows up on Jimmy Fallon or in this reboot, he is the only one missing. Oh, I was going to say, I wonder if the reason why he kind of tried to recant was because he wanted to get on the reboot. It could be because everyone else, including Lark Morris, who's also been kind of quiet, like she hasn't done any acting since, unlike the other ones. Um, but she even makes a cameo and Dustin Diamond does not. Yeah, I guarantee he did it for like money purposes. I mean, yeah, you would like, think. don't bite the hand that feeds you. Like, if you have to go through all that trauma, like, get paid. Yeah, and also, like, yeah, they made you look bad, but, like, you also were a household name, you know? Like, you you were a dork, but, like, everyone knew you. Yeah, totally. It's hard for me because, like, it's just one of those things when you sign up to be in public life, like, people could love you, they could hate you. Like, you don't know which yeah. way the cookie's going to crumble. You have to be prepared to be hated. It reminds me of that line from Justin Bieber's new song that's like, that's the price you pay for money and fame at an early age. Is this it, the that... one with uh, Shawn Mendes? No, it's called Lonely. It actually is a banger. It's really good. Oh, I don't know if I've heard this one. I really like his new Holy song. Yeah, Holy's good. It's on the same album. It's called Lonely, and it's oh, very good. Okay, I'm going to have to check it out. And it reminds me of Dustin Diamond. I actually think it was a collab. It probably between was. Between the two of them. It was probably yeah, written I, about him. Yeah, it was. Um, okay, well, anything else you want to say? I mean, obviously, even though the show has not aged well, I will always, like, if it's on TV, I will not be leaving my house. No, I think that's very fair. I am obviously not as passionate about it with you, but I do have really fond memories of watching this in high school, and I do want to rewatch it now that I know it's on Hulu, 
And I'm yes. definitely going to watch the reboot probably this week. So I cannot wait for you to watch the reboot. I've been texting a bunch of people about it. It is so, so good. Okay. Well, that'll definitely be happening. So we'll be able to catch up on that soon. I love it. All right. Well, fans, please rate us, subscribe us, like us, share us with your friends, your grandma, your dogs. We love to be passed around. Yep, that's, we thrive on that. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Exciting news. Broads Who Binge is now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So pick your favorite platform, and if you're enjoying this, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe.